Dear listeners, thank you for checking out the heated table. While this is the podcast version of the episode, this episode is also available on our YouTube channel, The Heated Table. There you can see our reactions, fun visuals as we discuss each webtoon. Thanks for being here, and we hope you enjoyed it. Hello, welcome back for our sixth episode of The Heated Table. If you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Today is going to be a super special episode because it's going to be a spotlight episode. Our first ever spotlight episode, to yes. be exact. This is Chef's Choice, so we choose one specific webtoon to talk about and try to cover it. Um, we won't cover it all because for this episode, it's Omniscient Reader, which is so freaking good. Uh, I started reading it and I was like obsessed and I was like, where can I read more of this? So I'm going to be today's facilitator. I'm Cash. Ami. May. Onion. So with this fabulous company, we're going to start talking about it. First, I just want to get the vibes. Vibe check, omniscient reader. Um, was it what you guys were expecting? And this is an isekai, which is your favorite genre. Yes, 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 yes. So I also want to know if it gets like the seal of approval oh as like an isekai fan. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> deserving of the very, oh very gosh. deserving. I'm not so much like I'm not really into like the apocalyptic genre, but I don't know why I'm like really into I'm like really, really into this. And I think it has to I think it's because it reminds me of a video game. Mm -hmm. And when I was reading it, I was getting a lot of Tensuda vibes, mm -hmm. um, which is another like really good isekai anime. And not, well, it was a novel first and it was a manga, then an anime. So it's another really good isekai anime mm -hmm. um, that also gives me like the same like video game vibes. So I think because of the scenarios, like breaks it down into different arcs. That's why I vibe with it so much because it's not like it is a pop to a apocalyptic but it's not maybe maybe apocalyptic isn't the right word because i've read i've watched quite a few and read a, quite a few apocalyptic stuff before mm -hmm. maybe it's more like i'm not really into like like zombies it's like that kind I'm of into zombies and stuff yeah the the walking dead was literally like my thing i know so many things about zombies and i've read an embarrassing amount of books about it what about you onion what did you think about honest reader yeah initial uh, thoughts Vibe check it. I think it's one of a kind, really good Havana uh, that I can read over and over again and not get sick of it. Mm -hmm. That's another thing about it. I yeah. could reread it and still feel the same, like, excitement, rush, yeah. excitement. We've also been talking about even reading the novel, because mm -hmm. there is a novel, so. Yeah, I really enjoy it. When I was reading it, I didn't realize there was a novel for it first. So as I was reading Omniscient Reader, I was just like, there's so much text. I feel like this should be a novel. Um, but yeah, it it definitely, oh, yes, honey. It definitely is a novel um, originally, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. So I really do want to go back and read the novel once I, like, if I catch up. I don't know where the webtoon is compared to the novel, but once I catch up to the webtoon, would definitely like to start reading the novel just of seeing the future and be an omniscient reader yeah so like when they speaking, say the title <laughs> speaking of the novel the novel's completed so that's right. one thing the novel's already done the webtoon at least the english release for the webtoon we just we're in the middle of scenario five 
And from what I was reading when we were like kind of putting this whole podcast episode together, there's 99 scenarios. And I think that translates, some of the scenarios are shorter than others though. So it translates to about 20 different arcs. Um, so if that gives you a perspective of where we're at right now, the webtoon versus the very longevity of the actual novel, then you're in for a treat because there's a lot of content. Yeah. Which also means possibly more spotlights on this one. Yeah. Which I'm hype about because I just think it's really good. There's so much content just that we to discuss anyway. So I feel like we should definitely do another spotlight if yeah. we don't cover a lot. Well, we're not going well, to cover a lot because it's not done yet. But yeah. We're going to be covering till about chapter 40, yeah. um, which sounds like a lot. But considering there's 99 scenarios... And that's like till the third one. That's up to yeah, scenario that's the three. End of the it's not much. Yeah, scenario three. So if you have not read it, I highly recommend you do, and then you come back here again to like chapter forty. Right. Um, if you love spoilers, <laughs> onion. Um, <laughs> then I'll give you a quick summary. So it's about Dokja. He's the main character. I know it's like it's usually always guys. Anyway, yeah, why is that? Well, Isaac is always usually a guy. Problematic. But I guess last episode it was mainly we did female, right? Yeah, That's but female true. isekais are always like, you know, into fantasy world. That's like, true. Like, princes and stuff there's like a love that. triangle. Love triangle. That's That's true. True. It's always I want a video really. game isekai with a female lead. Yeah. Maybe we should make that. Yeah. Ooh. Noted. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so Dokja is an average office worker. He works at Minusoft. Minusoft. It's like it's a Microsoft. Yeah, it's basically Microsoft, <laughs> which good for him, honestly. Yeah, get that bag. Honest, he's getting that bread. But he didn't get hired as a full-time, which True. is kind of embarrassing when he brought it up. Anyway, um, <laughs> his sole interest is reading his favorite webtoon novel. And the webtoon novel is called Three Ways to Survive the Apocalypse. But when the novel suddenly becomes a reality, and this is once the last episode is up, they uploaded, updated. Mm-hmm. He hasn't read it yet, but it goes live. And then he gets a message that's like, thank you for reading. You've been the only reader for 3000 chapters, like a decade. Um, here's a gift. And it's the novel. Um, he's the only person in the world who knows how it will end. So he's also armed with not just that realization, but the novel. And he uses that understanding to kind of change the course of the story and the world as he now knows it. It's crazy. Yes. So much content. (laughs) So much content. And he's like, I don't know. Okay. So he's the only one that's been reading this novel, which is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Well, it started off with a lot of people. There was a lot of viewers at first. Yeah, at the beginning. But then... Yeah, there were way more than a hundred. There was like a thousand, more than a thousand viewers. trickling down. Um, And then by chapter 50... I mean, this comes up later, but you start to see, you know, it dwindle. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's kind of sad because for him, and I, I like mentioned this before, where I was like, if I'm reading a webtoon and it's really good, I'll literally be like, I don't want to die because I want to like know how it ends. Mm-hmm. It was for it was that for him, except he attempted suicide, discovered the novel, and he was like. I won't kill myself because I want to know how it ends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, if that works for you, I'm glad he stuck around because I think he is doing better than the original character mm-hmm. was. The original protagonist. Yeah. It gets a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, There's lots of characters, lots of content, lots of scenarios. Scenarios. Like an onion. Lots of, yes. Lots of layers. That's why we're all like <laughs> cosplaying as Onion today. Oh, really? Oh, big brain. Big brain. Mega mind. Anyway, yeah, there's lots going on. 
So it's like a video game. There's a lot going on in a video game. So let's play it like a video game. Okay. We're already here. Um, let's start with the main scenario. First one. First one. Proof of value. So the scenarios are categorized. They have category difficulty. There's conditions, a time limit, reward, and then also sometimes consequences for failure, as well as like additional info if they give that. So in this one, it's one of the main scenarios, which means it needs to be passed requirement. Mm -hmm. Um, And the condition to clear it is to kill one or more organisms. You get 300 coins as a reward for murder, basically. Yeah. And in this scenario, you're stuck in the subway. Now, we can, how, how do we want to play? Should we be like, should we be omniscient readers? Should we know? I mean, I'm assuming we wouldn't know, though. If this actually happened, if we were all in a subway in Korea, you know, mind your own business coming off of work, we were like corporate baddies, you know, going home. <laughs> <laughs> on our way home and then suddenly the, the subway stops and that some you know being comes before us and says y'all gotta kill a living organism otherwise you're gonna die and then here's a video of what may happen if you that's like death yeah if you don't do it this is what'll happen to you uh, first of all would you believe it probably not I would be susceptible you know everything I've known yeah, everything I've known and loved, like the reality I've been living for how many years of my life. You but know? then he blows someone's head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their brains out. When people start dying, then it becomes more believable. Like, yeah. oh, shoot, this is reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think we would be. Would you? I don't think we'd be omniscient readers. Let's say we're not. Okay. Yeah. So because omniscient readers like an OP. I don't OP. think I would live. I don't think I would either. Yeah, that was one of the questions I was. Well, I mentioned to Onion earlier before we started this podcast. I said if you, if you were in an apocalypse and you knew how it was gonna end. So if you were an omniscient reader, would you, like, do you think you'd be able to survive, if you had the knowledge? I'd probably be able to mitigate, but. The actual action of surviving, probably not. Yeah, that's how I was feeling too. I said, even if I knew how the like events would play out, I don't think I. I still don't think that's I would survive. That's what makes our main character Dokja so amazing, so though. Special. Like he literally just a corporate bad, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then he just comes in. He's like, oh wait, I know what's supposed to happen, and he mitigates it. So not the same, but that made me think about exams. When you know it's going to be on the exams yeah. and then you go in and you just. What a mood. Would wow. you be able to kill somebody if you were in the main scenario? No, so- I would. I would choose like death over yeah. killing somebody. Yeah. If my option was to either kill somebody or to die, I would rather die than kill somebody. I guess would you figure out that you didn't have to kill a human being? Well, like, that's the first thing kill. I noticed. Well, that was the thing. When I was reading it, I yeah. immediately was like, it doesn't say human. It just says organism. Mm, organism. So I was just like, is there a fly? Is there like a, a mosquito on the subway that I'd be able to kill? Normally there isn't, though. Mm-hmm. They're very clean. Yeah, that's true. And I I think because they're not allowed to leave, um, it it creates panic mm-hmm. that's true too but yeah so for the first scenario basically dokja quickly realizes what's happening is able to remain surprisingly calm even though he knows what's going on like mm-hmm. i feel like i would freak out i'd freak out yeah um and then sees this kid with crickets and is like 
Stop Wait, were they killing the old yeah, lady? Oh, I thought there were cicadas. For Here are the crickets. He grabs one. <laughs> crickets, grasshoppers, cicadas, bugs, basically. <laughs> it's a bug. Um, and he grabs one. He tosses. He gives one to the kid after taking his bugs. And and then he he tosses one towards his co-worker. Sangha. She's also a corporate baddie, and she actually did get hired mm-hmm. after the contract. Yeah. But he brought it up. He's like, crazy that our contract's going to end. And she was like. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. Not me. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, sucks to suck. So from that scenario, there was actually more people who survived compared to the original one. Originally, it was just going to be two. Yeah. And they only survived because they basically were going to kill everyone on that. Yeah. yeah. On the but the thing is, everyone could have survived because mm-hmm. the grasshoppers had laid eggs mm-hmm. and it was like over a hundred eggs. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd like dissect it, pick up one of the eggs. and Yeah. I mean... Even the old lady, like, he literally could have saved the old lady instead of carrying her. Could have been, like, here's a little egg. And then, like, squished it for her. So how, imagine if you were in Dokja's position where you knew, like, there was so many eggs. Or you knew the events of any of these scenarios. And you probably could save more people, but you chose not to. Would you try to save more people? Like, why do you think he decided not to try to divvy up the eggs? Probably because he knew what Sinners followed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think he probably realized, hmm, would this old lady like survive, for example, scenario three? You know? Or, or, scenario, still or even playing God. Yeah, I know. Or even scenario four, would 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 so and so survive this? He probably was just like, no. So therefore. I don't know. It's it's a hard bet. It's like that be a hard position to be in to know, be an omniscient reader. I think if I saw a group of people beating the lady, I'll be less inclined to, to try and save, save everyone. Yeah. I'll right. just save people that I know, that mm-hmm. I would like to save. Like yeah. I would save you guys, but I wouldn't particularly save strangers on a. If I was beating up the old lady, would you still no. save me? No. <laughs> I would, I would, and I don't think you would. In the first place, I'll be like, Cash, what are you doing? I think I was like, are you crazy? And I, was, oh. I would just be too into it. Oh my god, I can't imagine. I also can't imagine. I can't imagine. Like, beating a, per- a person up, okay, but then beating up old people. <laughs> people, okay, old ladies feel different. Yeah, they are, though. But, yeah. So, technically, since you guys, like, going with playing a video game, mm. I would say that you, let's say you two survive, because let's say there was a bug, so you wouldn't kill anyone. So, for example, you'd be, like, the characters that did end up killing the grasshopper or bug. Would you have thought about killing? Because then it's, like, either you thought of killing a bug or you go out to kill somebody else, or then you choose to do neither. What, if what the bug was an option, I would choose it. Yeah. If there was not an option and I had to kill a person, yeah. I wouldn't choose it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you cash. I, I mean, I would kill the bug. I killed the spider earlier. So oh, yeah. what's yeah. one more bug? You were God in that spider's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> when I think about that tonight. Uh, like, sorry. <laughs> okay, so moving on from... So yeah. that scenario, there was a couple people who survived. And one person who was originally survived in the original novel is now dead. Remember? Oh, oh yeah. The, I don't remember his name. High school or something. But the yeah. guy who was called the Edge Lord and who yeah, got the Edge Lord <laughs> attribute. He's the E boy. Mm-hmm. He's edgy. He I don't remember his name, but he 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 died yeah. in the Because he was a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And he knew he was a psychopath and he was like, We're getting rid of him now. Mm-hmm. And good thing too, because he was gonna murder everyone, basically. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, friend. Yeah. No 
out. Okay. So from there, it was Dokja, his coworker, Song. Sang- Sangha. Sangha? Right? Yeah. Yep, Sangha. Um, Sangha is super pretty and really popular. And it's yeah. the reason the other dude is on the train. Right. The other dude is another coworker they have. Uh, he's That's so annoying. annoying. Mr. Han. Yeah. Oh, yeah, him. And then the little boy, Gil Young, I think his name was. Yeah. Okay, so those oh, people survived. Guy. Oh, yeah, and the soldier guy. I forgot about him. What he's, is his name? Uh, Hyun Sung. And he's an original character from the novel. Right, mm-hmm. so yeah. he's his his role has been written. Is also kind of a baddie. Yeah, his role has been written. He built different. He literally, he's like military. Yeah, he <laughs> literally <laughs> built different. So we have these characters, and they all survive, and they move on to the next scenario. The next scenario, or was it a sub scenario? I think it was a sub scenario. They had to get across the bridge, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And during that whole process. Oh, wait, before that, they had to choose constellations. They had the oh, first constellation yeah, the choosing. first constellation yeah. selection. What? How would you describe constellations? Constellations are basically like, you know, when you're watching a live stream of your favorite gamer, you're like the constellations, you know? You could, like, send in money to your streamer. Yeah. Like, to the... Let's just say you're watching a live stream tournament, okay, of, like, Super Smash Bros., for example, and you're a viewer. You can send in, like, support to your favorite, like... Uh, what's yeah. it called? Contestants, yeah. basically, in the tournament. So um, that's how I would. So that's what the first thing I thought of. I was just like, they're literally like subscribers yeah. to people's YouTube channels. <laughs> I actually got a lot of. Oh my god! <laughs> when I was reading that and they mentioned the constellations for the first time, I actually got a lot of Hunger Game vibes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. in Hunger Games, they the people who are basically the rich people who are watching the, the yeah mm-hmm. the sponsors. They're watching the whole event happen. And they choose when to literally send support. Like Katniss got, yeah. there was a time Katniss literally got like a Food like health ointment. and oh, ointment yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah. to help save um, PETA. Yeah, PETA. I really like the Hunger Games. This kind of does give Hunger Games vibes. Yeah. But that was immediately what I thought of when they brought up the constellations. Mm-hmm. And I think the parallels between the constellations and like us as readers is also really interesting because in a way we're... Like, we are the ones watching in on their story. We're literally readers watching... No, readers reading about a reader who read TWSA, but also knows... I don't know where I'm going with this. It's it's very meta. It's very meta. Like, we're the readers reading about a reader who read about TWSA, who, like, knows about, like, what's going to happen. And then we're reading what happens. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, we're the constellations too. So I thought that was interesting because even though we can't directly send support, we can send our own coins because it's webtoon to read the next chapter and support them. (laughs) I guess it's true. Yeah, that's like something I also thought of. Like we're basically out looking in. We don't know what's going to happen. Just like how the constellation. We're watching the star stream. They kind of know what's going to happen though. That was at least suggested after Namsoon died, which was the Edgelord. Because mm-hmm. they're like two constellations were mad about it because they're like, that's not as it was projected. Because remember, it's like already written out. Oh, and right, that's yeah, part right. of why it gets Dokja so much attention mm-hmm. is the fact that he's like acting out and changing things. Mm-hmm. What did initially like captivate my attention was um, so what is the, the monster? The monster? Which monster? Now all I can think of is Dofoki. Oh, Dokebi. 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 He was like, you have been living such privileged lives. Did you think it was for free? Yeah, I remember that line. I was like, hmm. 
So if the way they're paying is by being entertainment for other galaxies, basically. Does the author also want us to be like, that'd be us? Are we supposed to be like, that's the same world we're living in? Could be us? Dang. But also, if we're a constellation that's watching, could it be like, are we next? I'm very curious as to like, I don't know, because I'm like, spoilers. I don't want to give spoilers. Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) there was like a lot of, there's actually like world jumping. And, like, universe jumping that happens in the story. So I'm like, it would be interesting to see how much of, like, a wall break can be made throughout the story. Just thought. There's just so much content in the story. It's kind of hard to be, like, to pinpoint what to discuss. Let's just go chronologically, though, because that's because the way that this whole story is set up is in scenarios. It kind of gives a good arc thing to discuss. So... After the main scenario, number one... This is a bridge. Which is a sub-scenario, right? Yeah, it's do you want to the... stick to... Well, like, what happens on the bridge? Not a lot happens at that point, but that's when meet Dukja them. meets the, the actual protagonist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to talk about him, the okay. protagonist. What's his name again? Ju something? Jung Hyuk. Jung Hyuk. Okay, yeah, him. <laughs> <sighs> okay, he's... Okay, I get it. Okay, he's the protagonist, but he kind of bad. Like he kind of evil. But the thing they is, give him they. I what? That's what I wanted to mention. Like the way that he said they set up his character at the beginning. Dokja is like, oh, I hate him. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Um, you get like a weird like, oh, is that the antagonist yeah. kind of vibe? But then you realize, wait, that's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. But he's a regressor. So yeah. there's different character attributes in this story, which also makes it like a little really bit more spicy, more spicy, and very different from other isekais because each of every person has their own like personal attributes personal skills Mm -hmm. and then they have like the world skills that you can earn Mm -hmm. right yeah and the protagonist what's his name again jun hyuk he's a regressor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so jun hyuk was designed as someone tougher in body and nobler in heart than any other creature in this world he is resolute and determined, aiming at accomplishing his goal no matter the cost, in particular when aiming for the end of scenarios. However, because he's a regressor, he's like lived this multiple times. Yeah, I think it's surviving romance vibes. And right? it's like, yeah, like at some point it kind of breaks you. And it got to the point where like, despite him trying to do the best actions to lead to the most like survivors. I I read somewhere where basically like the noble or like the constellations that are about justice begin to hate him because he's committed so many crimes, so many like sins. And even like the scenario where he's like, why did they survive? Why did so many people survive? Or like the crickets, the bugs, what changed? And he was like, maybe it's because we started killing everyone (laughs) like initially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think his role is really interesting though, because if you like do a duality between the real protagonist, and then Dukja, who's our protagonist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jun Hyuk is a regressor. So mm-hmm. no matter how many times he dies, he'll be able to get another chance at life. And you see this in all other video games. Like if you're playing Legend of Zelda, you know, you die. Well, you're just going to start back at your save point kind of thing. Yeah. So that's where the regressor trait comes from. Comes from that concept in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dukja, he doesn't have that same skill, skill mm-hmm. right? But he does have the fourth wall right yeah and his fourth wall skill helps him like nullify his emotional response it almost gives him like a mental one-up as opposed to 
Jun Hyuk, he doesn't have that same mental one-up that Dokja has, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what makes this story also really interesting because even though he has, like, Dokja has um, the advantage, or sorry, even though Jun Hyuk has the advantage of going back even when he dies, he this that starts to mentally break him down, right? Yeah. Versus Dokja, he, he only has one chance, even though later you like <laughs> he only has one chance supposedly but his mental fortitude is much much stronger than june hook mm-hmm. yeah and so the way that they kind of set the story it's almost like oh who's the good guy like you like i'm rooting for duck ja and like, like he's who's a real protagonist yeah who's the real protagonist that's basically what the story is set up to be like and i st- i'm still wondering like yeah they're gonna, probably gonna be way more intertwined as it goes on but Yes. Very interesting. That's the cool thing about this story. I think uh, one of the better ones that I've read overall, too. But it's it's fascinating how none of these characters are one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Especially right. as you continue with the story, you're like, oh my gosh, they changed. Yeah, like, for example, the boy, um, Gil Young. I was thinking he would just be a, you know, a young kid just trying to survive and that you know, they would kill him off eventually just because he's a young kid trying to survive where his parents, I don't know, he don't know. But instead, you get to this point where even the real protagonist, uh, Jun Hyuk, is like trying to scout him because he realizes his potential. He like yeah. talks to bugs and all this stuff. So it's just very interesting. They're, they're very well-rounded characters and they're not flat mm-hmm. at all. And if I had to follow like a character arc where it would focus on each one of the characters leading something where they branch off away from the group to like help the group in a different way, you know, kind of thing. If I had to follow one of those characters, any of them, I'd be completely fine with that. That might be what gives it kind of like the video game vibe. Mm -hmm. Because like you could play as any of them and they're all cool. They all have powers. And they're all also like kind of relatable in a way. Mm -hmm. Usually they're insecurity, which kind of sucks. But like... You can do all that. You're still a little kid. Mm-hmm. Me too. This isekai is very much like a video game, which a lot of isekais are. But it's really interesting that you mentioned you can play as any as any of the characters in a video game. I think that really says a lot about the story. You won't get bored, basically, Yeah. following any of the characters. Or even, even if you attach to one of the characters, you wouldn't feel bored because each character is just so different, so unique, and so well-rounded. It's yeah. just very, very fun to read. And you want them all to survive. And if any of them do die, which I haven't gotten there yet, because I'm only at beginning of scenario four, which is like chapter 50-ish, um, I think I'll be heartbroken. Oof. Oof. Okay, what makes it cool is that it creates a parallel between the original story that he read and the one that's being created. Yeah. And then there's going to be a point where he's already changing so much, you know? Yeah. That it'll probably get to a point where he doesn't even know. Yeah, he will no longer know what the heck is going to happen. So that's another interesting thing about it. And there's also new characters being involved. So he's creating his own party, which is based off of the the characters that weren't originally the story and the characters that were Mm -hmm. trying to honestly have a better party than the main protagonist Mm -hmm. originally, which is Jun Hyuk. I think something that's interesting about it is that it creates a parallel between the story that is written and the one that is not. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to, Dokja, who is our protagonist, is trying to create a team that can basically defeat all the scenarios so they can make it out alive. Mm -hmm. 
I want to go on like a side tangent on how like selfless they all are and mm-hmm. how much I hope they're all going to come out alive. But I feel like you're going to self-sacrifice. Unrelated. So now that he's building his team with characters that were in the original story and characters that are not, who is y'all's favorite character or team member thus far? Look at these characters. Yeah, my head have to be like, who is in the team thus far? Mm-hmm. I think um, Jong Hee Woon is my one of my favorite characters. She's a sword, right? Yeah, yes. she. You know, um, Dok Jeff saved her, right? Yeah. At the beginning. I thought she was going to be like, a, you know, just a side character, really. Like, not yeah. even. Just a, a normie. Or what do they call them? Um, just, NPC? Yeah, NPC, basically. <laughs> I literally thought she was going to be an MP- NPC. She has contributed so much to the Dok gang <laughs> so team, team, team Dokja. Dokja yeah again like all the characters are just so 3 3d so three-dimensional you think it's gonna go one way with her but it doesn't and she just becomes such a likable character mm-hmm. um and she's strong we love strong female yes i like uh you know who Yu Sung is she's the beast master mm-hmm that one is my favorite character. Not, I guess one of my top favorite characters. Mm-hmm. She she comes in a little later, but comes way way later, later. But she's one of my one of my favorites in the game. Mm-hmm. What about as of right now? Okay, up like, to scenario three. <laughs> I like I like uh, Tokja, the main character. Yeah. He's a good main character. He's doing his best. Yeah. And I feel like that's all you can ask for from a main character. Yeah. He's he's very calculated. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm going back to whether or not I would be able to survive in an apocalypse, even if I had the original text on what's going to happen. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. But he, I don't know, some of the things that, some of the things that he thinks about so early on beforehand to make sure that it happens later is like mind boggling. I'm going into something a little bit later, but there was a point when they like learned like acu- acupuncture or yeah. pressure points. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, cool. That's a cool ability. And then when it comes back later, I'm like, he thought, he really thought, he thought it through. <laughs> he thinking. He thinking so well. <laughs> so yeah, he's a very appreciated character, I would yeah, say. Yeah. The team would not be the same without him. Oh yeah. Oh, there would be no. There would be no, be no team. team. Yeah, they, would half of no them would be dead. He won at all. He won would be dead. Yeah. yeah. So talking about he won. So he won comes in before the second scenario starts because Dok just saves her mm-hmm. um, when the air is like poisonous and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that happens, he actually makes the star <laughs> contract agreement. Oh yeah. With the Dok Gavi. That was my favorite part. That was so good. funny. That was so funny. That I was, was not so calculated. I was not expecting that to happen at all. He's a businessman. <laughs> it makes sense why he was at Microsoft, not Microsoft, but fake Microsoft. Make, <laughs> fake Microsoft. But yeah, I thought that part was super funny. And he was like, no, I'm taking hundred percent what you mean. <laughs> right. I'll I'll get you, I'll get you subscribers, but I'm taking hundred percent of the profit. Star contract. I like how the Tokyo also has the uh, character growth. Oh yeah, <laughs> has a character true. growth too. He's like, do I care? <laughs> He's like, I think I do care. You also like the sword. That's your favorite character. Yeah, the sword girl. Uh he yeah. won. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He Who's won. your favorite character? 
Mine is Suyong, which is basically the fake <laughs> the plagiarizer. The plagiarizer. So she comes in later, though, right? Yeah, I think she no. Comes she in yeah, she does four. come in later. Dang, but I like her, <laughs> and I feel like I'm excited to see the character development from her. I've seen a little bit because I have read ahead. However, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's interesting. I just think it's like a funny character to make. The author had to make the story and then had to be like, there's an author in the story. And then the author publishes the work and no one's reading what the work is being <laughs> like <laughs> as it's written. But then like someone else is plagiarizing and they wrote a character about the character. Okay. But who is the author? That's the plot twist. That is the plot twist. And I don't want to get into that. I have like some ideas. What's your ideas? But it's later. Conspiracy theories. It's a little later. Like, because it's stuff that happens in the more recent chapters. But since we're only covering up to the third scenario, we can get to that at a different time. Next spotlight. Mm -hmm. Okay, so should we get to the next main scenario? Yes. Okay, so basically, get through the tunnel and meet the survivor of the first shelter zone underground station. So this one kind of, they kept delaying the second scenario because the second scenario didn't start until they went into the specific zone and they just kept delaying it. So there was like a lot of like, uh, sub. there was a lot of sub scenarios that were happening. Um, but the main scenario started when he met, um, when they met Jihei. Who was an actual novel character mm-hmm. who had the high schooler, the high schooler mm-hmm. who killed her friend. Yeah, that was when the main scenario actually started. That was crazy. Also, like seeing that happen in the first episode. Yeah. Second like one of the first couple chapters. Yeah. And then being like, oh, I know that character. Mm-hmm. We saw her kill her classmate. The only one that survived out of her classroom. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you should have class pets. <laughs> so you there have been two survivors would plants be considered as living organisms yes yeah. but like how do you kill a plant you uproot it eat it <laughs> just chew it down yeah I guess if you ate it yeah I think that would work I'm gonna shove it in my mouth cause if you uproot it it still has roots yeah okay I actually I have a question would food be living no it wouldn't no, no. <laughs> girl again all your time is that it's a living never organism mind, no I just thinking about herbs and you use herbs on food so if you ate like cilantro for example cilantro is no, not a living it's organism. no longer living what? that's embarrassing stop there <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. stop there my question I have a question okay if one if you were to write a scenario yeah okay what what would what would your scenario be that's so hard <gasps> because all of these are so intricate yeah like that movie thing the the cinema dungeon mm-hmm. yeah literally ripping from real movies but i don't think i would have thought of that just saying <laughs> i think if i were to write a scenario i definitely would want it to be more focused there's some scenarios are, that are the consequence right away is death yeah right? like surviving yeah. surviving I wouldn't want to focus on that specifically. I'd want to focus on an objective and also focus on like dwindling, if that makes sense, dwindling down the numbers in a way. In so that there's way? no. Well, for example, some of the scenarios are like um, immediate death is a consequence. I wouldn't want it to be like an immediate, like, bye, you're done, dead kind of thing. I don't know exactly what it would be, but I would want there to be an objective that kind of shifts it so that the numbers are a little bit more dwindled down. Does that make sense? But death would make it dwindle down. But it's not an immediate like consequence. It's like a slow death. No, not no, a slow like, death. Like uh, you have 20 and then you have 10 and then you have five. Mm-hmm. And oh, then you so, keep going. Also oh, so it's round one, round two, round three kind of thing. Kind of like that. 
Sort of. So, like, for example, um, scenario three. The safe zones. Yeah. Some, but that one's a little bit too, like, strict. I'm thinking a little bit later. So, later after scenario four, capture yeah. the flag. Like, okay, so I guess capture the flag, which is talking about scenario four, is a little bit more along the lines. There's a clear objective, mm. but if you don't pass, oh. then it just dwindles down the numbers, but death isn't yeah. necessarily a consequence. Oh, yeah. I remember, yeah. You okay, know, okay, okay, because in that scenario you just get part you put you get lumped into another person's group but death isn't really the immediate consequence why would you want to watch that i just i don't know <laughs> like as a constellation, as a constellation would you want to i would want to watch funny deaths america's funniest home funny videos deaths. but it's like happy tree friends is that what the show oh my god yeah like that. Some animals like okay. i mean it's brutal but like it's like the Hunger Games. Like, what? If people are watching this to be entertained. But yeah. I'm not entertained with people dying. If I'm putting this in the point of view of a streamer, okay. right? Or me watching a Twitch stream. Uh-huh. I'm one of those constellations who are, like, sentimental and also, like, spend my money on the, the heartwarming parts. I watch for the story and the character, like, the character, character development. development. Yeah. But in this case, the constellations are sponsoring. Yeah. They're I'm trying. assuming that's, like, a bet. So you'd want... Well, yeah, because you want the person you're sponsoring to do well so they can incarnate, you know? The incarnations. The incarnations. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're spending money for that person to survive. Basically, Mm -hmm. yeah. I would do where, like, as a zombie scenario, like, they're stuck in a space. There's zombies Mm -hmm. all around you. And let's say you're, everyone's, not, not everyone's, but that's too hard. Because everyone's there (laughs) and they're trying to find keys to open an entrance door. And... Let's say you are bitten, but it's not you're not like KO'd right away. So there's like certain number. You can also find cures mm-hmm. throughout the building. Mm-hmm. So the main objective is to get out of the building. Mm-hmm. And if you're bitten, you can find cures within the building. Okay, interesting. That would be my scenario. Um, how about an Among Us scenario? How about I was gonna say actually instead of movies, it's video games. But I was thinking Splatoon because I think that would be funny. Yeah, Splatoon would be good. Among Us would be kind of messed up, though, because I feel like you would kick people out based on how much you like them. You don't kill people. You have to kill them, right? If yeah, you, you would have imposter, to kill. You have to kill the mm-hmm. uh, imposter. Yeah, but then everyone dies if they don't figure out who actually yeah. the imposter Dang. is. Savage. Uh, That's a good one. That would be a good a scenario, good though. Ah! So in the story, there's some situations where, for example, before scenario two actually begins, there's the situation where they try to delay it. Right. They're trying to delay the scenario from beginning because if the scenario isn't able to start, then then what? Kind they of can't thing? continue. They can't continue. Then it's like win win for everyone. What scenario? Because I know, remember the food distribution. Yeah, that wasn't that was a sub scenario before scenario two started. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were supposed to find food and there was like the major and the miners. The miners had to go out into the poisonous like poisonous yeah. world to find collect food mm-hmm. while the majors had to. Well, they were basically like the mafia gang. Well, the majors were basically like, oh, you can sign up for our search, like our scout party, like where you'd go out and scout for yeah. food. But mm-hmm. it was basically only the miners who were given the option to sign up. But the scout party was actually like a fake. You know, the miners were going out like the scout party with was the, the miners too. with the majors, with but the they were killing yeah. Because they're like, why do they have so many coins? Remember? And then yeah. they ended up, it ended up being like, oh, it's because they are killing yeah. people, yeah. part of the actual party to go find food. Go find food. Yeah. Eek. Yike. It's so wild. And this also shows like, like 
uh, group mentality or cowboy mm-hmm. yeah. mentality, where it's like, because none of them, even with the, you know how the guy had a superpower where he can control people on how they think or control the crowd. Oh, the hypnosis one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the enticer, the enticer, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Because there's about 80 people, but not one of them out of the 80 people knew, had like an inkling of, wait, this is kind of weird of why our people are coming back dead, but their people are coming, like all of them are coming back alive. Mm-hmm. But then they, they squish the idea because everyone else is thinking that way. So they're just like, maybe it's nothing. Yeah. This well, it's not only like group mentality, but it's survival, mm-hmm. like yeah. mentality too. When you're in that mentality, you don't really want to think in a way too. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. just want mm-hmm. to survive. Well, there's aren't so many things that are against you surviving. Why would you even imagine it being someone that you're depending on to survive? Yeah. Especially like human to human. I think there's a lot of like interesting psychological aspects about this webtoon mm-hmm. that I'm like. You could dive deeper into that. Even just like them by themselves, but especially in group settings. I don't know if it's at that part yet, but when they're at the cages and they're like fighting each other, I was like... The gladiator style. Yeah. That's so weird. When you think about it, back in the day, they had like coliseums Mm -hmm. and they literally just watched people battle to the death. Like they were fine seeing people die or being ripped apart. And Well, I feel like there's a lot of aspects in like history. That aren't so yeah. far away where it's like people would still watch people die for entertainment. I mean, people watch illegal dog fights or right. things like that. Or chicken fighting. Yeah. Yikes. Anyway, humans are scary. <laughs> yeah, very. Yes, sure. I guess, okay. So, thinking back to our earlier isekai conversation mm-hmm. from our last episode, you would get tossed into Breath of the Wild. I already forgot. Animal Crossing. Crossing. Animal Crossing. No, but you picked a different one. It was this one, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. This one. Okay, no. This one would actually be like Tensuda. It'd be cool, but at the beginning. (laughs) Would you die? I would die. (laughs) That would be hard, though. But that's kind of the point of this, right? Mm -hmm. You like get tossed in and you die. But yeah, these scenarios, though. Dude, it's like being Squid Games. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that yet, but <gasps> yeah, it's like this was giving me Squid Game vibes. Hunger Games, Squid Game, Battle Royale, you know, all of those. Fortnite? Yeah, Fortnite. Well, no, the movie Battle Royale. Oh. Oh. You know, those kinds of vibes, those surviving show yeah. vibes. Survivor yeah. Man. No, I'm joking. <laughs> These scenarios, like specifically scenario three, I. Mm-mm. The fact that Dokja was like knew there was a hidden room. Yeah, the green spaces still. All this stuff is like wild. I would not be able. No, I'd be dead. Bye. Just kill (laughs) me now. Just accepted your kill me now. If I we were survivors apocalypse, mm -mm, I'd be dead. Yeah, I think I would have been dead by the first one. Mm-hmm. Though you had to kill off another person. Yeah, Yeah, organism killing an organ. Because I mean, okay, I've survived. Then what? We don't know what's next, right? Yeah, we'd rather not find out. Yeah. I guess I have if I have a good constellation backing me up. I guess that's true. But dude, because you don't know who they are, you can have a really bad constellation. Mm-hmm. You know the the people who had the minion, the king of little minions, and he was a masochist, and he would rather see his incarnation suffer than helping mm-hmm. them out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, if you were in this situation, so Dokja, he still hasn't chosen a constellation, right? Yeah. Would you? If you're in this situation, would you take Dokja's route and not choose a constellation? Or would you if choose I was, one? Uh, I feel I was, like I would because I 
wouldn't know that I couldn't, you know, based on what, how the um, Dokebi like, introduced, introduced the, constellations. the constellations. It kind of made it seem like you had, you to, had to choose something. So, yeah. I think I would have waited. Unless I was put in a, like, do or die situation where I knew, like, 100% I was going to die. Mm-hmm. Unless I had to choose somebody, that's when I would probably mm-hmm. choose. It'd be hard to choose if you have no idea what any of them do either, yes. too. Yeah, once he said aptitude test, I was like, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no can do. I think I would kill another human being in the first episode, uh, first scenario. No one asked you that, Onion. I don't know what to say they wouldn't. You're like, I would do murder. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I think I would. I think I'd survive. You would. You think you would survive? Well, yeah. I think out of us, all of us here, you probably, probably would survive the longest. Yeah. You probably would no. survive the longest. I would say. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> Literally, no problem. We're like, we'll just lay down and take it. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> isn't there like different scenarios happening based on your location? Yeah, it's interesting that Dokja he's reading the scenarios as it happens. Before they actually happen? Yes, if that makes sense. Okay, so he's reading the scenarios as it happens. Like, he knows what's going to happen. But how? what are the chances that the scenarios he's reading are the scenarios he's going through? You know, versus... It's already been mentioned that in other locations, there's different scenarios. It's true. So there's possibility, like, why, oh, why isn't he getting involved in... A different scenario. A different scenario. Why is he following this? He's just at the right place, right time. Yeah. Context. I mean, wouldn't you rather go based off of, like, what you know a little bit about than, like, go in blindly? Oh, yeah, yeah. for Which, sure. also, if you're a foreigner, you're fucked. Right. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Should have come here earlier so you'd have known the language better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Should have been cultured. Honestly. <laughs> like, I was thinking about that because when the um, Dokebi was, like... Sorry, I'm messing up like my Wait. my language. His whatever. translator or whatever. Yeah. And Sango was like, I think he's speaking Spanish. Should I try to talk to him? <laughs> yeah. I was like, girl, and her no. Like, he's can you let me money? <laughs> yeah, literally. Also, can you imagine if like he just he was like, oh, this must be the right language because she like understood. And it's just Spanish for all these Koreans and the like. You're gonna get them all dead. Like, yeah. Yeah. I find it fascinating. It wasn't just in Korea. They even mentioned how other countries were like like experiencing it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess the scenarios would change, but do you guys think there would be a specific location that would be safer than others? If you yeeted yourself to the mountains, then maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if you weren't surrounded by surrounded by people. other people, mm-hmm. because would it wouldn't be, be as interesting. Would it be harder though? Because then you'd be first. I can't think of a scenario where. You would be able to go by your, like maybe you have to fight monsters. Well, if you, if you think about yourself. it, the things that are causing the scenarios or prompting the scenarios are the dokebi that we know of, right? Yeah. Because the constellations are sponsoring the dokebi to you know basically for entertainment. Yeah. So if you're in the middle of nowhere, would there be scenarios? Would there be entertainment? Yeah, not really. So you might be safe if you're yeeted in the mountains. Did we just hack? Like, did we break the code for how to survive? <laughs> <laughs> Three ways to survive an apocalypse. Live. Don't, don't live in the city. Yeah, yeah first live, of all. Live in the mountains, away from everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, guys, podcast over. Yeah, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, like, comment, and subscribe. Tune in next time for part two, where we discover the second way. Wait, does it actually ever list the the theories to survive? I don't think so. At the beginning, I thought it did. I feel like we're getting to it, but I do think we just found one. 
Don't be entertaining. Well, yeah. One minute. 30 seconds left. Yeah. Really good. I would recommend. I would read it. There's so Tune much in next time for the next. There's Honestly, we should break this down. Maybe we should do like 20 episodes and then whatever that is, we'll cover for the spotlight. Tough's choice. I hope you liked our first selection. Thank you so much for tuning in for episode six and our Tough's choice. Omniscient reader. See you next time. Please like and subscribe. Comment. Let us know your thoughts and we'll definitely be reading them. So bye. Dear listeners, thank you for listening to The Heated Table. Feel free to follow us on our journey by checking us out on the social media at The Heated Table. We hope to see you there. This episode was facilitated by Cash, edited by Ami May Onion Cash. Intro animation was done by May. Our theme song was produced by Joom on Spotify. All webtoons discussed in this episode are available on the webtoon app, downloadable on the Apple and Google Play stores. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon.